Anyway, yeah, that that was all of our problems. I definitely like didn't have a nervous breakdown in the middle of the week. Let's go. <laughs> From the music research facility in the center of the earth, this is Shitty Mashups. What's up, y'all? Welcome back to Shitty Mashups, a music podcast for people that hate music. Uh, I'm your papa, Shane, and these are my sons, Ian and Ryan. Hello, papa. Hey, papa. How you doing, boys? Oh, uh, you know, hey, it's, it's, it's good. Papa. <laughs> now that we have all of our shit together, we can, we can go ahead and get on into this. Uh, what we do on this particular show is each week I give these boys a challenge and they have to make a mashup around that challenge. The challenge I gave him last week was a favorite song from a rhythm game. We are a couple of fellas that really enjoy rhythm games. So we had a wide, 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 wide library to choose from. Um, And Ian ended up taking that one with a song without a title. (laughs) (laughs) Couldn't be bothered. So the song was good. I just got too excited about it that I I was just like, this slaps so hard. And I was too invested in practicing my performance to come up with a name but you know i mean what is art does art need a name no I, as, as if uh if kendrick lamar can release an untitled album you can if corn can yeah. release an untitled I, of course album, i you can. can i am definitely on the same level as kendrick lamar and corn <laughs> i always thought so that's what people tell me all the time people that don't even know me just like on the streets they'll stop me and they'll be like do you know whose level you kind of just seem to be on, like just from the generally looking at you? It is Kendrick Lamar and Corn, and I'm like, yeah, I get that a lot. What if they did one of those mashup albums, like they did with Skrillex? It's just or, like it's like a new metal, but they hate like Kendrick Lamar to rap, like Linkin hey, Park hey, and Jay Z. Hey, yeah, if I can just uh, real quick, Corn uh, Corndrick Lamar. Okay, and now okay, we can move good. on. That's good. Cool. Um, <laughs> The challenge that I gave the fellas this week is probably unlike any challenge that I've issued before in that they have to focus on the lyrics of the song. This is the songwriting challenge. It's a song that you really appreciate the actual songwriting of it. And I mean, that doesn't necessarily have to be lyrics. It could have been like how this song is actually composed because that's part of songwriting. But I figured it would be lyrics. Was this difficult... Uh, more difficult than other challenges because of the shift in the focus. 
I thought I was going to have a harder time with it than I ended up having, mostly just because a lot of the songs that have the lyrics that like really make me go oof um, are from bands that maybe aren't quite as uh, uh, accessible and therefore much harder to find stems for um, or to find acapellas for. And I, I ran into that a little bit, but what I kind of did was just sort of started looking for artists whose songwriting I really appreciated and seeing what acapellas I could find and uh, ended up being pleasantly surprised. And um, I'm actually really, I'm really fucking excited for you guys to hear my, my track this week. I took kind of a similar approach in that the artists I used for my track are probably the artists I respect most for their songwriting just in general. Not necessarily these songs, um, but like you'll you'll hear when we get into it. Like these are these are like three of uh, these are three of the three of the big shots. Damn. Okay. Well, nice. excited to hear that you guys are both super psyched on your songs. Um, this week, Ryan goes first. Let's go ahead and get into Homie's track. Yeah. Fair warning, boys. It's pretty funky. Ooh. Okay. Oh, I like it. I like, I like a little peppy start. Uh, <laughs> That's so the song is Oh, I don't even know the word for it. It's ooh. call that one yeah so that one's called rattlesnake dance house and it's uh <laughs> rattlesnake by saint vincent is the backing track oh, okay um okay. the vocal track for the first half is less dance by david bowie um second half is burning down the house by the talking heads and yeah the i think 
I mean, like David Bowie and David Byrne, the 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 the, the double Davids as we we're, we've always called them. Yeah, um, the Davids is the Davids is the Davids. Da- plural David's? of David no, is David. No, David. That's, that's a different guy. And that's why David Diggs is actually three dudes in a trench coat. <laughs> but um, not these ones. <laughs> these are just stupid. two guys. But yeah, so so th- those two are like obvious choices. But like Saint Vincent's music and how um how it's like changed from like first album to like last album it's always been real good but like it's like a fucking journey and and she released an album with uh with uh david byrne Byrne. so and like you can kind of hear that influence in that backing track um yeah additionally this is this is like the secret um songwriting bonus fourth person which is um, on a, most of St. Vincent's albums, and if you go and look at it, like most good albums that exist, um, the production and like programming and stuff like that is done by John Congleton. Mm. Con- Congleton? Okay. Congleton. Um, and he's probably my like all time favorite music person in general. Um, the, like, if you like really weird, like any of the really weird shit, like that, that like real bassy shit going on in that song, like whenever I hear that in a song, I'm like, oh, I bet John Congleton produced this. Can and I, then I look it up and can I'm I like, say, yeah, there he is. Did John Congleton also, um, did he produce the Fraggle Rock theme? Because for some reason I was getting big Fraggle Rock vibes from that. I didn't get that till you said that, but now <laughs> you'll yeah, never unhear it. <laughs> I don't know. I think it was the it was the little it's the guitar that like that that felt very very Fraggle Rocky to me. But he's uh he's like done production for a lot of Saint Vincent's music, and uh, he has a couple bands, um, like the Paper Chase, which isn't around anymore. But that was like his project, and uh, I remember like one of my favorite bands of all time. And now he's releasing similar music as John Congleton and the Nighty Night, which uh, they've got like one album and it's real fucking good. But yeah, so three plus one uh, writers that I really, I really respect and like. Good shit, dude. That was a really fun so track. What what is it about the what 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 is it about the Davids and their songwriting that that you enjoy? Well, I mean specifically. I mean, I mean obviously, both. like they're such <laughs> legends, so it's yeah. it's hard to like dive into it. But like, I'm curious, like if there is anything specifically that draws them uh, or draws you to them. I mean, aside from the fact that like 99 of their catalog is just fucking fire, both of them really. Uh, kind of groundbreaking in both of the both of the kind of styles of music they did. I mean, it's both like the broadest genre of rock, but you know, pretty different. David Byrne kind of with like that proto math rock shit um back in the day, but um art rock baby. Art rock. And I I just like when singers dress funny. And both of yeah. them dress <laughs> funny, and I think that's probably the biggest thing for me. I mean, look it's not David Byrne's fault that he has a weird body that doesn't fit inside a regular suit. Because everybody knows that, right? The suit is regular yeah, size. Yeah, the suit's regular. It's David he has a very Byrne small that's head. weirdly proportioned. He has a very small head and hands. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, that was really fucking fun. Uh, let's get into Ian's track. I'm just going to say that it is offensive how well these songs work together. Shane will be the judge of that. Surprised we haven't used this before. 
I know, this is the first time. Yeah. Probably won't be the last. Probably not. That part, I screamed when the take cover and take on me lined up. He's doing the thing I hate. <laughs> You're right. He's doing okay, the thing. Okay, I did double thing. it there. Is playing at the same time. No, that, what, it was what just was that the, last. It was dance music underneath it, and then the chorus for Inside Out. Okay. okay. Yeah, in the, the outside, everybody inside. And, no, in that chorus, they have the, the like. Ah, like ah, 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 that's the. Yeah. That's in the clipping song. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, that's in the clipping song. Okay. So, uh, yeah, let me break it down real quick. So I called that uh, uh, "Dance on Me." Um, Good. The instrumental is "Take on Me" by Aha. Uh, and then ah, the, uh, aha, aha, aha. Um, and then the vocal lines were uh, dance music by the Mountain Goats and Inside Out by Clipping, aka David Diggs, essentially. Um, and his two buds, his, his buds, his friends. Um, That's like us. Yeah, but so the the Inside Out. Uh, vocals I had to do the like filtering process uh, to pull those which is you get there's there's some little weirdness in there um, sounded good in general though yeah um, so I started with dance music because I was like I said I was looking up different artists and um, what I could you know what what acapellas I could find from them 
and the mountain goats i know we talked a few episodes ago about john darnell and the mountain goats and we kind of gave him a hard time i used to love his songwriting he's a fucking poet laureate and like he's he's an amazing songwriter and like the sunset tree has some of the best lyrics in it like of like like i mean that's easy top five like lyrical content albums for me like it's he's a fucking great writer and um i find especially dance music that song to be so evocative it's 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 one of those ones where it very much like puts you in that place like of like just being able to feel that environment and kind of like see the kind of house that he's sort of in and that's why i ended up choosing inside out as well um because i think that that's something that I mean, I, David Diggs is a fucking a good yeah, songwriter. Also a lyrical like genius. Shit. Genius in also general. Also a lyrical genius. Yeah. <laughs> and that song specifically, I remember when Shane showed me that song the first time, he was like, you have to listen to this because like you will like be in the place that he is describing in that verse. And then because that's the, the second verse of the song. And yeah, it's like he paints that picture so well of like that type of house, like I've been in that house essentially. And um, so I, I wanted to contrast those two because I thought that they both were interesting examples of the same thing, but in very, very different styles. Two mm-hmm. men good and, at describing houses. Yes, two <laughs> men good at evoking a very, a very particular type of house. Um, and yeah, and they also just happen to be the same key or the same. Uh, BPM is take on me and I perfect absolutely just couldn't resist although I will say that take on me also is have you guys ever I feel like I've asked you this before have you ever heard the MTV unplugged version of of take on me from like 2015 so Uh, so they they were doing like this this live show I'm gonna edit in just a, a little brief snippet of it here because I think it's fucking wonderful. So needless to say I'm odds and ends but that's me I'm stumbling away slowly learning that life is okay and say after me it's no better to be safe than sorry and it's it changes the tone it's like this slow piano version and it changes the tone of the song so much and it makes the lyrics it it makes you stop and consider them a little bit more and it's just it it makes it this weird like contemplative thing that is genuinely moving um so i think that take on me actually is kind of a secretly secretly a bop in terms of, of <laughs> songwriting like it's it's very openly a bop in that it's just a fun it's, song it's but, the song yeah but uh the the lyricism of it is i think maybe uh, maybe a little underappreciated you know what no one's it. ever observed about that song a weird that? music video huh no one's ever made oh, yeah. this no, no one's ever, told ever talked about that no one's ever talked about this but it's a weird music video huh Dude, you know what I fucking... I wish there was, like, some show that had, like, just, like, a really random, like, sense of humor or something like that. You know, just kind of, like, that off-kilter, like, random type of humor. And, and, like, one of the characters maybe got, like, sucked into the music video or something. And then, like, later he would be, like, come out and then be like, where were you being? And he was like, I don't know. That was was pretty pretty good. good. That was pretty good. (laughs) 
A pretty good what? I, I mean, I'm just coming up with stuff I mean, off the top of my head. If that were a real character, that, was a fun that character would be voice? his voice for sure. That's yeah. a good voice for a character. Yeah. Anyway, so that was my song. It was beautiful, bro. It was good. It was very good. All right, so the quick cut I have for you guys this week, I want you to think of like some some lyrics that you really, really like, some shit that moves you. Um, if it's easier to think of like your top five favorite albums and like pick a lyric from somewhere on that album that you really like, uh, that could be an easy way of coming up with it. Um, well, my yeah. favorite lyric in general is the Mountain Goats lyric off of oceanographer's choice the the song that's the second to last on uh the tallahassee, tallahassee. album which is guy with an, in a skeleton costume <laughs> comes up to the guy in the superman suit runs through it with a broadsword that's, yeah. uh, that's like the beginning of the song too that's, literally that's when the, the drums come in the song and then you're like runs through it with a broadsword drums come in <laughs> i flip the television off um, no, but, but actually in that song, I think there's one, uh, it, it's the part where he's describing like coming into the room. So it's a real downer fucking album, but he's coming into the room with the, the wife that doesn't love him anymore. And he doesn't love anymore who are both drinking themselves to death, um, instead of getting a divorce. Um, and it's basically just describing them like, I, th- I think it's probably the part where he's like, what will I do if I don't have you? to hold on to in the dark and like the whole song like comes away the whole backing track like falls apart so there's like really just this really minimal like what instrument is it i think it's just the guitar for like that part and it really hits fucking hard after listening to the whole album because it's like right at the end i mean i actually consider it the end because i don't really give a shit about alpha rat's nest the final song off that album (laughs) it kind of ruins the whole vibe for me because oceanographer's choice ends in such like a like it has such a crescendo and then it ends and it feels so final and then the last song on the track is like this upbeat guitar is like but um that's all beside the point i I think just that song in general it's my favorite off the album and i think it's got some of like the best writing he's ever done it's got some some pretty interesting lyrics on there to be sure it's fucking hard to go wrong with John Darnell. I mean, I know we gave him shit on that one episode, and I, I hope that if, if he ever hears it, that he'll, he'll forgive that. I wouldn't worry about it. <laughs> I hold him in such high regard. I like his books. I saw him Yeah, in his red. books are really good, I too. I like Universal Harvester a little bit more than Wolf and White Van. I like the Wolf and White Van a little more. Shane, what are what are some of your favorites? I'm I'm pulling up one right now just to make sure I have it completely right. But um, I can I can look at a few. I was actually looking for uh, I've been getting back into albums that I really love but haven't listened to in a really long time. Um, and so I'm like finding out things that I love again. Like oh yeah, I do really like that. Um, but for some quick inspiration, I have a Spotify playlist of songs. Like where you just like look at the uh, songwriting, just focus on that. And some of the songs I've got in there, the first line of uh, the Saint of Lost Causes by Justin Towns Earl. Uh, mm. He says, uh, "The first stanza is I'm a bad dream. I'm not a nightmare. I'm too good for that, or I'm too pretty for that. Let's just say I'm the last thing you want to see coming. I'm the reason they say watch your back. I really like that. Um, there's uh." Oh, what was I just thinking? 
Oh, there's a song by um, Amigo the Devil. Uh, oh, God. Amigo the Devil has some fucking banger lyrics. Yeah. He has a song called Cocaine and Abel. Um, and he, said, oh, he has a stanza it. that says, Everyone is born with self-worth. How easily it turns to doubt. It takes letting go of what we know we can't live without. I really like that. Um, but yeah, I'm a lyrics nerd. Um, Boots of Spanish Leather is one of my favorite lyric-driven songs. The Bob Dylan song. Um Big sucker for story songs. That's usually where I go. And I listen to so much country music that that's, if you find legitimate songwriting in country music, not just like dudes singing about trucks set to like white boy hip hop beats, <laughs> then you yeah. can find some really incredible songwriting. But I'm not going to okay. bore everybody with the details. I'm going to speed around a few here. Um, first, I want to say that my favorite lyric from Cocaine and Abel is uh i'm not proud of all the choices i've made for a lot of my life following the shadow when i know damn well that behind me is the light fucking that's fucking good uh recently uh lord huron just put out a new album and there's a song on there called 20 long years that Ooh, yeah. when i was listening through the album through the first time halfway through this song i had to restart it because i was like nope i need to listen to this one very closely and um, I think I texted you and I was like, there's a lyric yeah, in this song. I was like, this, that's gonna... is the, this is the one. And it was, uh, 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 I have a thought or two to share with you, but the dope tends to cloud my mind. I now destroyed my health searching for myself, but there ain't nothing there to find. Woof. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, real quick. Uh, speaking of uh, like incredible songwriting did you see the this song that i happened to send you like a day or two ago in discord uh, i haven't i haven't checked it out yet um it's gonna run you over like a a locomotive which is song no, yeah. for our listeners they can't see the discord oh it's um i pm'd it to him it's a song called sideways by travis meadows the last two that I want to highlight, the last two lyrics I'm going to highlight that I really like um, from The Perfect Space uh, by the uh, Ava Brothers, just the fucking opening line. Um, I want to have friends that I can trust that love me for the man I've become, not the man that I was. Again, holy shit. Um, and then from uh, the theme from Cheers, not the actual theme from Cheers, <laughs> the where everybody Andronicus knows your names, but the where Titus Andronica song. The theme from Cheers. Um, well, yeah, it's when I'm an old man, I can be the quiet type. I can go without a moment of fun for the rest of my life. I can read a good book and I can be in bed by 10 and I can get up early, go to work and come home and start it all over again. And within the greater context of that song, that one's just like, oh, God, yeah, that feels good. That's that yeah. Squidward shit. That's, that's Squidward <laughs> shit. That's that Squidward yep. shit right there, that's, man. That's Squidward. Squidward's a anyway, good songwriter. I, yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess. It's the thing, I, like like, the one. I don't know what his lyrics are. I mean, I've heard his, his clarinet. I mean, look, a bit of he writes clarinet songs, and no one listens to him. No one cares. Yeah. That's fucked up. Like, he works hard. Hey, did, did Squidward write the song that they played at the Super Bowl? No, he didn't. They wrote that no, independent they, of him yeah. because he he. They wanted quit. to make up. Right, right, yeah. right, right. They wanted to make it up to him. I'm never going to forgive Maroon 5. For not playing for that not song? For not playing it. But it would be one thing if they just didn't play it, but they teased it by playing the horns intro and then went into the The little horn mode. intro? That's fucking it would have been stupid. so easy to do. Would have been so easy to just fucking play it because you know why? The song 
fucking rules. It's probably the best song that's ever it's been It's a made. really good song. <laughs> when I was a child and I was watching that, I would turn it up. That shit would literally give me chills when like the spot <laughs> still gives me chills. Apparently, I this I doesn't need to happen get to everybody. Up. Apparently, it doesn't when happen I... to everybody that not That's everyone gets insane. chills from music. When I was like 10 and that episode came out, the spotlight lands on SpongeBob and you're just like, the winner takes all. Winner takes all. You're like, like, oh, oh, fuck. That was oh, like the best ha- thing I ever heard. Something's happening here. I know what the, the thrill of one more kill. I know the what the term is. One to fall. Uh, I know. We'll never sacrifice their will. I was just double checking. I know the term for music giving you uh, chills. It's called. It's called frisian. Yeah. Ian, we get it. You remember the song. I don't. I don't like that word. I just call it. I just call it the the musicy shiveries. You can move on to judgment. I'm just gonna keep doing this. The taking. This is really funny stuff. Fight and sweet, sweet. Go ahead. I'm just gonna, I was trying I'm to just, leave it for you to no, just, finish it. I'm just <laughs> gonna wait sweet you out. Victory. Sweet victory. Sweet victory. Yeah. Okay, let's move on to the judgment. <laughs> All right, fucking fourth grade teachers, fucking. I'll wait. <laughs> I'll wait. I'll wait. Fucking ass, motherfucker. Let's go to judgment. Oh, we're there already. Sweet. Oh, Shane is judging us. <laughs> All over this episode, he has been judging us. Don't let me in with you. Judging us left and right. Am I right, Ryan? No, you're left. I think this might be the first one where he just kills me out of spite. The way that he's looking at me right now, he might have thought I had the better song, but I think he's going to kill me out of spite. Let's find out. No, what the problem think, is the no? problem is okay. it's a tie. Oh. Oh. That's never happened before. Yeah. You guys, I was literally making like, I was doing everything I could. I was like listening and making like tally marks for moments that I was just like, ooh, yeah, ooh, yeah, ooh, yeah. You guys tied. Um, I could just like arbitrarily pick one. Or we could figure out how to do this. Do we both die? What? Okay, we've been we've been getting snippets of the Olympics broadcasts down here, and I remember seeing something about two fellas that were very good friends that were like doing the long jump and like kept getting like literally like the exact same score, and they were finally like, "Can we just both get the gold?" And they were like, "Sure." And so they just both got the gold medal, and they were both very excited because they were good friends, and they got to celebrate together. So maybe we do that instead of killing both of us. Let's do a tiebreaker. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm 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 fine with I'm fine with us both. Just uh, we'll both we'll both just live another week. Yeah, this episode you guys both win. Congratulations, both Ryan and Ian. Oh my god, this Woo. is exciting. Give me a hug, buddy. All right, here, bring, bring it, it in. in. Bring it in. Bring it in. All right. So I guess that means, does that mean that Shane goes out the airlock? I think. Yeah, it's been a really, really long time. I'm going to go ahead and pop myself out. Oh, my uh, God. All right. Peace out, fellas. Never. Oh, my God. But this is weird. It's rarely just you and me here talking. It, it's literally almost never. Um, yeah. So, like, what? How do we know um, what we're supposed to do next? 
what what do you do, what do you like to do what are your um what are your what are your oh uh well hobbies i like we do have we do have Shane clones, right? We should have checked that before he went out the airlock. We I'm do pretty, have some of those on deck, right? I'm pretty. Hey, Krog. Just do we have? Krog, we got we got Shane clones. right? We got them, right? Right. Oh shit. Okay. He's checking. Um, He's checking. Okay. Here's here's what we're gonna do. Okay. I'm gonna take the the backup of his brain. We're gonna put it in one of the blanks. And I think it'll I think it'll just work out okay. It'll be fine. It'll, it'll be it'll be fine. It'll be fine. Okay. And now let's just uh, wait for Shane. Okay, 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 okay. Oh my god. You guys didn't oh, tell god. me how good it feels to die. I know, right? It's great. You it's feel great. so refreshed. It's been so long. I yeah, you your your clone. Has, it must be built different because mine and Ian start to fall apart after like four or five weeks. Yours has been going for dude. Couple, you're just a, you're Bill Dipperly. You're Bill Dipperly. Uh, you're just Bill Dipperly, dude. Oh, I feel Dipperly. incredible you, now. Your skin is glowing. Oh yeah, literally glowing. Your, your it's literally glowing. It, it it hurts the eyes. Wow. I never knew that failing to do the one job I had to do would feel so good. It's it's truly incredible. Okay. Um. One uh, one concern though, yeah. Um, it says that the algorithm machine is running dangerously low on phosphorescent mashup mix. Oh shit! Weird. Did Krog? I know we've been asking you a lot for a lot of shit this episode. Do we have any more? Just we'll just we'll get it on our requisition. He doesn't have any more. We're gonna have to order more. It's fine. All right, let's give it a go. All right, so your challenge for next week, this is a, a challenge that's very near and dear to me because my favorite thing to do with music is share it. And so the challenge is you need to use a song or songs that were recommended by someone else that you liked. <laughs> this is going to be... This is going to be easy for me because Shane has recommended. <laughs> it's easy for both of, of my us. Shane has music. recommended tons of music yeah. to us. Now yeah. that's that's the real hard mode. Is we have to use a song that was recommended to us, not by Shane. I think I'm going to use one that uh, Alexis has recommended to me. Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to challenge myself to do one that isn't from Shane. It's okay. There's going to be plenty of talking about Shane next episode. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, that's going to do it for us this week, boys. Congratulations. I'm very proud of both of you. We Thanks, both man. made it. We both we we both made it. We got a shiny, shiny new Shane. So shiny. And my and eyes feel itchy looking at him. I know. Like I can't it it hurts to look upon his glory. Yeah, don't don't look directly at me. I'm like a me I'm like a mean dog. Do Just we look have, near me. Hey Krog <laughs> Krog, do we have any of those eclipse glasses kicking around? Don't look directly for at the me. core for the core eclipses. Um, in case you were wondering, listeners, the the core eclipses every uh, month. Um, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm glad we're both alive, bud. And yeah. I'm, yeah. All right. Well, that'll do it for us. Until next week, we love you guys. Uh, check out shittymashups.com for all sorts of fun shit. And happy motherfucking Friday. Have a good ass weekend. And uh, fuck, please. Oh, wait. Wait, shit, hold on. What are we going to fade out on? 
both songs laid over each other. Both songs laid over each other at the same time. Oh god! Actually, do it like this. Do it like this. Play each of them at the same time, but pan each of them to one headphone. Yeah. <laughs> one in the left okay. headphone, one in the right okay. headphone. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. All right, well, be prepared for that, listeners. All right, and please don't sue us. made it all the way to the end you listened to that with both headphones in um you don't have any excuse anymore whatever crazy music we recommend you have to listen to now you are also you're a psychopath and also uh the music research institute goon squad will be coming for you so you should probably go on the lamb